Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Ryan and Claire, two of the most positive and welcoming people we have ever met in the lifestyle, come to the sex apartment to tell us how they got started in the lifestyle, even if it includes a practice round. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today we have Ryan and Claire joining us. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks. Happy to be here. Thanks. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited to have you guys here. We recently told the story of the night that we met at the club. Yes. How I had circled around you over and over, hoping that you would have said hi to me. But I did not. And finally, uh, Ryan stops me and goes, oh, you got to meet this really cool couple. I got to introduce you to them. And so were it not for uh, Ryan and Claire... There would be no hump day quickies. So happy to do our part. (laughs) Much appreciated. I'll never forget the Halloween party (laughs) right by the dance floor. Yep. I was really hoping this this would go there. I was really hoping so. (laughs) Let's start with how you guys got into the lifestyle. Sure. How did you discover it? Let's start with that. I had a business associate of mine that was already in it as a single guy. And he would tell me about, say, hey, this is where I go and this is what happens. And that, well, what guy wouldn't be like, wow, that sounds pretty <laughs> cool. Curious, yep. Right. I was like, okay. For whatever reason, being a single guy in it didn't quite appeal to me enough mm-hmm. for me to want to go do it. Right. It just kind of fell by the wayside. And then I had met Claire and then he had met a girl. We were dating for a little while. And one day he's like, hey, why don't we ask the girls if they want to go to that club? I'm like, are you out of your mind, right? I just really met this one not too long. She was a PTA mom, and she was, you know what I mean? I, and I really like this girl. I'm like, no, I drove no. the minivan. Now, now, had there been any discussion between the two of you about, like, had you, no. hey, my buddy once mentioned no. nothing? No. Right. Not Perfect. nothing. Nothing at all. And Ryan says we've been dating a little bit. It was three years. Okay, it was okay. It was yeah, three years so it was three point? years right. in. At that point, never no. a hint of no, hey, God, not even no. tell me stories of your crazy ex husband. Not nothing. Just no, no. I I hadn't had sex for at least four years before I got divorced and met Ryan. So I was so excited to be having sex, like having <laughs> good sex. Yeah, and we were having sex all the time. I was really happy just what we were doing. Yeah. Okay. He says, let's go to this club. And you say, are you crazy? But. Well, like I said, that all had died down. And then we were having dinner, the four of us. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, with no tell me anything, he's like, hey, girls, do you want to go to this sex club? I'm paying the check because I'm thinking, there we go. This is it. You know what I mean? She's going to be like, what is wrong with you and your friends? And people are a bunch of freaks. And she goes, I'll go. (laughs) And I think we went the next weekend. We did. I'm like, great. This is amazing. So, okay. The yes. only thing I was really concerned about is 
I wanted to make sure I dressed appropriately. <laughs> As you <we all> are, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I had never been to a adult store. Probably about one year in, I'm like, I want to go to one. <laughs> and I expected it to be like so seedy. Yeah. And, you know, we walk in and the girl's like, is there anything I can help you find today? <laughs> and I'm, and the lights are bright and there's all these <laughs> displays. And to be honest, I was a little disappointed. You know, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good. So I'm thinking, okay, now it's going to be what I think a sex club is going to be like. And Hey, let's go. Yeah. So no talk, no nothing. Just, all right, we'll go next week. Yes. And no discussion of anything leading up to that or. I mean, I don't specifically remember us having this deep conversation about, oh my God, should we do this? And where's this taking our relationship and what, you know, it was like, well, this sounds like fun. You're ready to go. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, I was, I think it was a theme that night. So I was so excited to dress up. I hadn't dressed up in a long time. And so that was kind of fun. And now what'd you wear that first night? I think it was a white party, but it was pretty conservative now. Right. Yeah. I'm looking at your dress going on. look back at those first outfits and think, (laughs) Yes. Like I thought it was racy, (laughs) but it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) Yep. So you go to this club the Mm -hmm. first night. Tell me the experience. So we walked in the door. Again, I'm like, bells and whistles are going off. You know, I'm like, there's something shiny, brand new. And the energy was off the charts. I was hooked. That was absolutely, I just love the energy of the entire place. And what was your first impression? We just kind of walked around and kind of took it all in. And then at one point, we were by the dance floor in in the main room. I think it was giving you a blowjob while you were watching the girls dance on the pole. (laughs) Yes. In yes. public. Like, and that didn't was, take very long. Yeah. Yes. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> the person who was dancing switched into some, somebody that really wasn't Ryan's type. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't hard anymore. Oh, yeah. so he lost it, but it was still a kind of a fun experience. And we walked around. I remember we went into a room and they had a sex wing and we were like, oh my gosh, let's use this. And it was soaking wet. Oh. And we're like, yeah, no, <laughs> maybe not. We just kind of went out to the main room and we were sitting there. Our friends had gone into a room by themselves and we met this super fun, really pretty girl that we were talking to and the conversation was so much fun. And I had asked, you know, are you here with your husband? And she said she was. And I'm like, oh, and she's like, he's right over there by the bar. And I see this man at the bar with a woman with very large breasts and his head is like in between them and he's going all and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, like that's her husband and she doesn't care. That was a little bit surprising to me. But then she had mentioned there was another club and we should go there with them. And I was like, okay, we'll go. And I gave her my number and we texted and we ended up going two weeks later. And that was the night they met. Gina and Tony. (laughs) Who have come up a lot and hopefully will be on the podcast soon. (laughs) Yes. Keep pushing. We'll see. Yes. Gina and Tony. Hi, Gina. (laughs) And this club was a little different and we had walked around. We had talked to a bunch of really nice people that were super good looking and we were just kind of taking it all in. It was the kind of vibe you'd want when when you first would go there. You know what I mean? Very welcoming. Everybody was happy. It was awesome. They were with another couple like dancing on the dance floor and like we didn't know what to do. We're thinking are they with us? Are they not with us? Did they invite us to like be with them or not? Right. We didn't know anything. Like we didn't know anything. And still no research, no nothing, just no nothing. Just whatever happens happens. I don't know if that says more that are willing to 
throw caution to the wind I, yeah. or just flat out laziness <laughs> to look anything up. I'm not sure which one. And that's really out of character for me. I'm that's usually true. a total planner. I was going to say, knowing how much of a planner you are, that's kind of no, surprising. But reason, you're just like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, let's go. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. For some reason. And then Gina and Tony came over and they were like, hey, we're going to go into a room with this couple. Do you want to come with us? And I looked at each other and we're like, sure. Yes. Yes, (laughs) I do. (laughs) We went into a room. Why not? (laughs) And the three girls played, which I had never probably kissed a girl like that before. So it was all new to me. And no no desire, no thoughts of it prior? Never. We're like, never. But it was really fun and hot. <laughs> but it was just mostly like kissing and touching each other's breast. It wasn't anything more than that. And all the guys were watching. And then we were just with our own partners, but all in the same room. Okay. And we went home and we were like, oh my gosh, can you believe what we did? It was so much fun. And it was really, really fun. You said you were already having a lot of great sex prior to that, but mm-hmm. did this even oh, ramp it up from there? Jesus Christ, yes. yes. <laughs> it was just, yes. yeah, it was absolutely nuts, definitely. Telling the story of it to each other and talking about it was so sexy. So we would talk about it while we were having sex. Yes, it was amazing. A wonderful addition to our normal sex life. Now, mm-hmm. during those talks, were there things that you were like, well, we should try this, let's mm-hmm. move it to here? Yes. Yeah, I would say it's not like, hey, let's get our checklist out and start going down it. It was kind of like those mm-hmm. Christmas door things, you know, every time you open it up, it's like, oh, look, look what's here. <laughs> wow, they have this. Wow. And just there was no, you know, There's there was no, no worry. Yeah, just, there was, yeah. yeah. I mean, we felt safe. We would never do anything that wouldn't be comfortable. We, were, we never had those fears. Whatever cliff we were jumping off, we were confident we were jumping off together. together. Right. So. And nice. we always talked about it. Well, not at first, but once we kind of realized what it was like, we all always made sure we're okay with this. We're not okay with this. And so we never went past what we had agreed on that night. If something came up, like we so were, to start off, what were your initial rules? Oh my so God. <laughs> we had almost all the rules actually, okay. yeah. because again, I didn't know what I wanted out of this. I was happy having sex with Ryan. I thought it was super fun to be in the sexy environment and sexy situations. Yes. yes. And so I didn't really want anything. And so I had known that his biggest fantasy, like I'm sure many men, was a two-girl blowjob. And so I always thought I'd go to Vegas, we'd hire someone, we would do that. And, you know, he would think that was the best thing in his whole life. And we were good. And then (laughs) we found this lifestyle out and we realized we could do it for free. (laughs) (laughs) So now to be clear, did that Vegas story ever happen? No. Oh, damn it. We didn't need, now. I feel like I'm still owed a Vegas story. I was going to say. We've got moved so. Now it could be a midget though. Yeah, we've moved so far past that. Well, we could call it a retro experience. (laughs) So the first time we had a talk, really our main talk was, well, you have to understand, I would have to do that to her man for her to do it with me. So are you okay with seeing that? And he's like, yeah, I think I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> if I got to do it, I guess. Huh? I mean, and I'll never forget we the first person messaged us on SLS and they invited us to their house and we were so scared. And it was in the same city we lived in right down the street. And I remember pulling into the driveway and I, I was like, are you sure we should do this? I'm scared. You said a driveway. And we don't know yeah. them. For a while. Yes. But they had been in it a long time and they were professionals. So we walk in, <laughs> they had the margaritas, you know, everything very strong 
sung margaritas. They then shuffled us into the basement where they had like a blow up mattress and everything was, it was not there. It was not their first. Oh yes. Yeah, they were. Yes. Which was great. Fine. We left the couple's basement. They gave us our to-go bag and, you know, the usual <laughs> Derek Jeter type you know, <laughs> treatment. And uh, so we get out into the car. We're just silent, just silent. And I look over at her. Is you okay? She's like, you okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> we just uh, then went home and just tore each other apart. And it's in, after, after that, we were off and running. That was it. No looking back. Oh. I love so. that story. <laughs> but you know, crazily, I didn't want to kiss anyone. I didn't want anyone touching me. So it really was that I gave blowjobs. Okay. Two girl blowjobs. <laughs> and it was fun. But I was happy to help her right. through this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, You're very there, supportive. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> So that went on for probably two years because we still had younger children at home. We had our kids every other weekend. Some of those weekends, we had family obligations. We still had a lot of vanilla friends that we would see often. We would probably have maybe four experiences throughout the year and go to the club six or seven times. It was certainly not something that we did often. Mm-hmm. Okay. Life had a way. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Often does. E- easy. So at my bachelorette party, we got engaged and we were getting ready to get married. So this was two years in. So this is two years into the lifestyle, five years into the relationship. Yes. And so we're getting ready to get married and my bachelorette party was in Pittsburgh. So Gina and I were driving together. So, you know, we became great friends and she came to my bachelorette party and our wedding and we met them the first day in the lifestyle. lifestyle, So, and we are still really good friends right now, but the two of us were driving and I was telling her, (laughs) I'm like, you know, I really think at this point, I have to make a decision on what I want. You know, it's been fun and we've had some really fun times and I love going to the club and the people we meet. I really feel like I've sucked all the dicks, (laughs) you know, because that's all I did. That's what you've done, yeah. And no one touched me and I feel like, you know, I want it to progress. So she kind of said, well, then you have to make that decision to move it forward and just, you know, decide who it's going to be with and what you're going to do. We spent my bachelorette weekend kind of talking about it and (laughs) in between, you know, our crazy nights out. And when we had gotten married a couple weeks later, said, I want to start doing more. You know, I'm going to kiss people. I'm going to let them touch me. So that went on for a little while. So you guys decide you're open for more. Mm -hmm. And I think Ryan was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) What guy wouldn't be? Exactly. How did the transition from I'm just giving blowjobs to full swap go? All right, before Claire says anything else, if you know Claire, you know she is an insane type A planner organized person. The fact that she just jumped into any of this is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. So that was great up until that point. Well, now that's starting to kick in a little bit here. So. <laughs> so we actually went out with a couple that we really liked. We went back to their house. We hung out. We had the best time. And we played with them, but we stopped it at a certain point, pretty close to everything but penetration. And then we stopped it because again, we had not agreed we would go all All the way. way. And so, and so you guys for sure were, if we've said, yes, we can do it, we can do that, but we're not going beyond our boundary that night. We're not going to discuss it in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's that's what we decided that night. And if we want to do something more, there's next time. Yes. 
Yeah, and that that was always our rule, and shocked we followed it, (laughs) to be honest with you, but yeah. I think it's important. If you have an agreement, you decide, okay, we're comfortable with this, but then you go out, and of course you start playing, and maybe you feel like, I don't want to stop now. But we always decided together and made sure that we were both on the same page. We didn't ask for forgiveness later. We always Mm -hmm. made sure any step we took, we agreed to it together. That's great. So you leave this couple's house. Yes. And just shy of yes. breaking that rule. Yes. And I'm yes. like, okay, they're the ones. We're going to do full swap. We, we found them. <laughs> like, okay. So we made plans to see them a couple weeks later. And in the meantime, we had gone to the club. I'm nervous that what's going to happen the next weekend. And there was always a couple that we kind of flirted around with that made it extremely clear that if we went to full swap, they would like to be right in the beginning. I told Ryan on our way there, I'm like, you know, if they're there, I think we should do it with them because I want to practice because (laughs) I don't want that other couple to think we don't know what we're doing or we've never done it before because they had been in it for a while. We agreed on a a practice round. (laughs) And this couple, we met up super Mm -hmm. early when we Mm -hmm. started going to Glendale. Always really nice to us. Always cool to us. Never pressure, nothing. So it just seemed about... Seemed the right right people. Yeah, it's fine. Well, that was a big part of it. That helped it. (laughs) I think Ryan had said that we were interested. And so we went out by the bar area and went to look for a room. But there was not any private rooms available. They were all Mm. taken. And so we ended up... Because Claire was... I mean, this was happening this yeah. night, no matter, no matter what. what, this is, if, if it's going to be, if it had to happen on the bar, right, it was happening. It, right. It might be in the back of an F-150 on the roof, but this was going to happen. Yes. Once right. I made the decision, I was very driven to make sure that that's what we did. And so the only bed we could find in the whole club was a blow up mattress that was in the couple's room. So when you walked into the couple's room, there was some couches, people were hanging out in there. There was this blow up mattress and then there was a doorway with a window with a bed inside of this other room and that door was shut and people were in there so I'm like okay this is it keep in mind of course that Ryan had never done anything with other people watching except for us and another couple so I decide on this blow up mattress (laughs) in the couple room with probably 14 people watching us within a couple feet yeah but uh, but the crowd grew like oh, yeah. sure and as soon as someone uh, shows up there believe it or not yeah. I didn't jump into the 14 <laughs> days Showtime team <laughs> no there was nobody else in that room when we walked oh. in mm-hmm. and it wasn't until you all of a sudden get an iPhone like oh yeah. hey how you doing there <laughs> I mean they were so close you could have given them For, high fives yeah. oh no yeah. And so we start playing with this other couple. At this point, I'm just, you know, there's people everywhere. It's a thousand yeah, degrees. Yeah, it was so I hot. mean, I am just done here. <laughs> so right, I'm just hoping to sh- save a shred of dignity that, <laughs> that I have and get out. Because, you know, as a guy, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Fortunately, Claire didn't quite have the same experience. <laughs> no. So they kept it as very soft swap. Whereas, you know, I was doing this. So we started <laughs> There having, will be a penis it, in this it, vagina. It, I am <laughs> having. Having sex with someone other than my husband tonight. And so we started it. It was okay. All of a sudden, he puts his thumb in my ass. 
<laughs> and that was not agreed upon. I think that that needs to be talked about. I would say, yes, yeah. I would yeah. say, yeah. I think it's an a la carte yeah, item. Warning. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, maybe if yes. you're kind of, if he's down there and you kind of push his hand down there, okay, maybe, maybe. but other than that, it's it should be, a, hey, is this cool? And, and it would have been no. It's not, but he decided to give it a try. Well, this was my first experience, so I didn't take to it well, and I jumped off the bed, and I was like, what are you doing? We didn't agree to that. Oh, yeah. And his reaction? He just apologized and said, you know, I was just going with the flow. (laughs) It was there, you know? I'm like, well, that wasn't the flow I was going. So did it end there? Yes, it ended there. It ended there. It ended there. We got dressed and went home. So afterwards, we're just kind of looking at you, then drive home. It's like, a, well, that didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, not I mean, technically, it did. If you think about it, this was supposed to be yes. a practice. So get this shit well, out, of this way. Get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Well, that's what true. I said. Thank God we practice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the next weekend, it was great. Mm-hmm. So what happened the next weekend? We went out with that same couple again. You could tell there's just like a little different vibe at this point. Well, I told him in the beginning of the date that we had decided that we were going to full swap with them. So he was super happy. <laughs> Understandable. You know, as with every single lifestyle situation, even to this day, after this many years in it, you still get that little bit awkward, uncomfortable that somebody has to start something. Well, how is this going to start? Exactly. Yeah, yep. Exactly. And then, um, so how did it start? It was late. Yeah. We were drinking, we were out, we came back, we were drinking. And I think at some point her and I were wearing booty shorts and bras and one of the guys took our bras off yep. and then it was kind of from there. It was fantastic. It was- Super fun so cool so hot so fun or super fun couple so it was a fantastic Mm -hmm. true good experience (laughs) and and it's the first real one because the other one was just practice so that did just practice just practice exactly (laughs) and it was perfect what made it perfect there was no weirdness or you know it wasn't like oh i don't like that or oh sorry i touched it there yeah you know it just really was hot and just super comfortable you know it's super hot so i mean yeah of course now what was your reaction to seeing him with another woman it didn't bother me i had seen another girl give blowjobs with me for quite a while Mm -hmm. i had seen years worth of him enjoying girls doing things to him i was more concerned about what he thought since we had just started expanding our horizons mm-hmm. with me and your reaction to that it's one of those things that you could talk about it to your blue in the face and we're good and you could have you could do whatever you get a pie chart everything works but you don't know what you're going to be like till you actually mm-hmm. see it experience it yeah absolutely and i'm happy to say that i enjoyed it and it turned me on and i'd love to watch her flirt i love to watch her be flirted with it's that whole that's my girl you know yep. i've really enjoyed it and what was the reaction when you guys got home once we sobered up <laughs> Which took about a day and a half, I think. No. I'm just On the way home. I know, I'm, just I'm just kidding. We, um, that was the most excited about the lifestyle I think we were up until that point. Yeah, we were just on the moon, of course. You know, like, oh my gosh, that was great. And I'm so glad we made this decision. And I can't wait to do it again. Knowing how excited these two are about the lifestyle on a regular basis, just knowing that that was the moment that really turned them into oh my God, we love this, is great to finally hear what did it. Any firsts in the lifestyle seem to carry with it that crazy 
fun high and you just can't come back from that. That's the best moment. And just as Claire had said, up to that point, that had been their best moment. But prior to that, I'm sure their best moment was the first time she kissed a girl. And then the first time she blew a guy and he got the first double blow job. His first time. with Yeah, it's so all those firsts in the lifestyle. I always feel like it's the gateway drug into the lifestyle. (laughs) You're looking for the next great thing you get to experience. And I really think that's because you and your partner spend all this time building up to, okay, we're all right with this. What's this going to be like? I can't wait to try this. And as long as that first experience is a good one. And you keep going. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they had a, pra- you know what? No, we're not going to go to practice yet. Let's go back to the beginning of the episode. We'll come back to practice in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> First off, we started telling the story of... Ryan and Claire were the first couple that I met in the lifestyle in my previous relationships. So I feel like my lifestyle experience has kind of grown as our relationship has grown with them. It's been kind of fantastic. That is fantastic. They now, were there from the beginning. When I first got into the lifestyle, I had listened to plenty of lifestyle podcasts before I got into the lifestyle. And then I met Ryan and Claire. And after meeting Ryan and Claire, it was like every lifestyle podcast I listened to had a Ryan and Claire. Like there was that welcoming couple who had super positive vibes. At one point I was actually like, they have got to be talking about Ryan and Claire. Like there was several times where I would be listening to other lifestyle podcasts and be sure that they were speaking specifically about Ryan and Claire because they have that ability where they meet people. You just like them immediately. They're hard to not like. They're super positive, super fun and so welcoming. And I feel like almost everybody knows who they are. You know, you would ask, how do you know, you know, so-and-so, oh, well, Ryan and Claire introduced us. (laughs) And I will say that never once have I heard, eh, Ryan and Claire. No, it's, it, they they bring a positive vibe with them and everybody loves to chat with them. Oh yeah. Seeing them at the club, just seeing them from across the room will bring a smile to your face. They're just really that great to see. They are. And the fact that he grabbed me that one night and said, hey, come meet these people because he wanted more people to come talk to you guys. And thank God he did. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he didn't know what he was starting. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did we, but it took a while. But it was worth the wait. Yeah. I want to go back to that. Did you guys chat with them online no. beforehand? In typical Ryan and Claire fashion, they actually came and introduced themselves to us. And we were very much deer in headlights, stuck kind of against a pole. Yes, on you the were. So I circled you over and over going, look at me, look at me, but nothing. And um, finally, Ryan grabbed me. Now, we said we told this story in a recent podcast. We did. What I now remember is the recent podcast we told this on was the Silver Fox swing set between two pineapples. Yes. Uh, So it wasn't our own podcast. (laughs) So if you do have a second, go ahead and check out the Silver Fox between two pineapples episode three, and you will get a chance to hear a little bit of our story that we haven't told a lot of on here. That is a fun We told it back in season one, but I don't know if all of those details were there. I think there were a bit more details given out on that episode that we haven't mentioned here yet. Yeah, definitely check out the Silver Fox Swing Set Between Two Pineapples with our interview where they get to ask us the questions. I was definitely nervous being on the uh, receiving end. <laughs> you, you can definitely hear it in your voice. You're a little, oh, what am I going to say here? That's usually not my problem. I like I, to be I on the lo- receiving I, end. Oh, that's, that's you too. <laughs> you lost a little control there, so it was it was fun to I watch I did. That. It was nerve-wracking, yeah. Yep. 
Anyway, back to Ryan and Claire. Yep, Ryan and Claire. Claire jumped into her trip to a bookstore. Yes, and I love this story because to me, it's so funny. Claire will talk about her beginnings before having met Ryan and being so PTA mom-ish, you know, driving the minivan and and doing all of the things. To hear her in the very beginning just walking into an adult bookstore was a big deal for her. Mm -hmm. Then her impression of it, which is even better, that it didn't meet the seedy, grungy expectations that she had hoped that, or maybe, maybe she didn't hope, but that she had kind of set for it. kind of sounded like she she gave it very, ooh, I'm, I'm doing something dirty. And she walked in and was like, oh, it's oh, not. It's <laughs> clean and like a retail store. It's just a dirty Victoria's Secret. I just love it. It goes to show that people in the lifestyle come from so many different backgrounds. I mean, you can have PTA mom driving a minivan at the club, or you can have the local stripper. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all there. And they're they're all all there. And we're all having a good time and no judgment. (laughs) Another thing they brought up was rules and how they don't change them. And I loved that they really stuck to their rules and decided on changing the rules together when they were together and not in the moment. And I think that really is a great way to approach a lifestyle is to come back together with your partner, discuss the goings-ons, and then move forward from there. And don't make the decision on a whim because you're all heated up and you're like, yeah, I really want this cock in me right now. But And I feel horrible because I want to name the podcast that said it, but I can't remember which one it was that I heard it on. Mm-hmm. But there is another podcast out there, and if you guys reach out to me, I will give you credit later, and I apologize for not doing this, but they said you should make all rule changes over coffee, mm-hmm. not in the bedroom. I think that was great that even in the very beginning, those two had that down, and they still live by it. I'm not sure how many rules they have left. I think just about everything has made <laughs> it out the window. They may have gone out the window at this point. I agree. I think we were both shocked to find out that Claire jumped into the lifestyle without any real prior planning or thought to it. But we know, and Ryan kind of reiterated that Claire is very much a type A personality and likes to have things planned. And it was just fantastic to hear how she wanted to have a practice round. I I really (laughs) thought you were about to say that we were both surprised that she wanted a practice round. And I was going to say, no, (laughs) No, not at all. not shocking at all. Like, I see it playing out. I'm to the point in my lifestyle career where the thought of playing is just like, okay, yeah, we're going to play, whatever. It's no big deal. And I keep forgetting that for first-time couples, this is something that they have taken weeks, months, years to build up to. And they're like, okay, this is finally it. So the idea of a, okay, well, we have the couple we want to be our first, but we really need to be ready for it. It's like every one of those cheesy 80 movies where the girl has to lose her virginity to someone else because when she finally does this with her dream guy, it it has to be perfect perfect. for him. So I, I could totally see that being the scenario there. You may go into uh, swapping experiences very calm because you've done it so many times at this point, but I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> but but for me, I, I know where you're going with this. every time mm. and getting ready to go out and knowing if we're having a lifestyle type date, I'm meticulously shaving every angle and every corner that makes sure there's no stubble or Now you mentioned that you get nervous going into a play session. 
Mm-hmm. I'm always surprised by that. And I think everyone that we hang out with is also surprised at the fact that you would be nervous knowing. Well, to be clear, I don't think it's nervous about my skill or my ability to perform. I mean, I, I don't feel I'm nervous because of what's going to happen. I guess I'm nervous for the events to happen in a way that is fun for everyone. I don't want it to be a crummy experience. I want to be a people pleaser in many aspects. <laughs> and I, I've never seen you not be. So that's why I wonder what gets you so nervous or shook up. It's all the things that I can't control. I can't control if they have a good time or they don't. I can't control if they're turned on or if they're not. All of the things that are completely out of my control, which I wish I could control. So yeah, sure, I'll give him the best blowjob I can give him. And if he likes it, he likes it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I can't control that. I, I really haven't know, seen I, the doesn't. So again, <laughs> that's I'm going back to where is the concern? There's always a first, right? So Maybe I'm nervous for the first, the first who doesn't, the first who walks out. I don't know. At the same time, I think it's good for people to hear that. Yes, even we get nervous. Well, you get nervous. I I was going to say, you do not get nervous, mister. I I don't. You have your moments where I feel there's certain situations that may be higher pressure, but I don't think you get really nervous. Oh, there's definitely. And again, I don't care if I perform or not, to be completely honest. For me, if I end up just hanging back and watching or if I'm just there orally or whatever, I'm all right with that. So for me, there's no pressure of, oh God, I have to make sure I get hard. I have to, because if if I don't. Because our profile is such, and because all of our exchanges have been warned that you don't necessarily always play, you have the luxury of sitting back and kind of being like, yeah, I'm a watcher. I'm not necessarily a doer and I'm cool sitting back. There may be other couples out there who have not painted the themselves in such a light. So now you have a gentleman who's in a couple who has said, yeah, we're totally full swap or, you know, like we're down to do anything. And then they get in that scenario and they can't get hard and they don't perform or they start to perform and it doesn't go well because it doesn't stay Because all they're thinking about is I have to stay hard. I have to stay hard. And so they don't have that luxury of Mm -hmm. just saying, oh, well, wait, I'm a watcher. So I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to hang out here. You actually have quite a bit of a luxury to fall back on if maybe you're thinking yeah just it's not going to happen for me tonight and maybe this is just a legit you just know your body you just know who you are and you know that you're not going to get turned on the way you need to to be able to please that other woman Mm -hmm. you like pull that card the voyeur card like I'm going to sit back and watch and it's not to say that there's anything wrong with you doing that, but there's other people who have to face that struggle head on mm-hmm. and either gracefully bow out and say, yeah, it's not going to happen to me. And then risk that whole situation getting kind of muddled up with all of the feelings that are going to happen from that fallout. Maybe they have a go-to line that's just like, oh, I drink one too many cocktails. It's just not happening. What mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it is. Or maybe it's even the group room where we have them starting for that very first practice round. But that's that's a legit place that I can understand that. I mean, I, your first time and there's people within high five yeah, My 50th, distance. my 100th time, I still in the group room. I, I can count on one hand the number of successful group room play experiences I've had. And I, I try. I tend not to put myself in that situation even just because I don't. Because you know it doesn't work right. for it. Yeah. And that's fair. That I'm. That's a. Not everybody performs under those kind of but, conditions. But I'll, I'll watch the shit out of you in a group room for sure, just because that's always been a hell of a scene. <laughs> I still can't believe, knowing again. I take it back. Knowing Claire, yes, this has to happen tonight. This is 
the plan for tonight. We are doing this. Okay, I get it. Yes, she was going to follow through. And I give... Hell or high water. I give the wife of that other couple credit for knowing, okay, Ryan's not there. Let's just enjoy what we can and let this happen. Yeah. I love that they came out of their practice session and still went and found their couple and did the thing and had a great experience. The fact that they knew this is a practice round, shit's going to go wrong the first time, and let's get the bad shit out of the way was fucking genius. It made it easier for them to just kind of write off what happened and said, okay, we figured out some problems and now we're going to move forward and we're going to do it right this time. Rather than this is our first time, kind of like the whole losing your virginity thing, like you're making everything perfect. You're lighting the candles, you're making the bed, you're making sure you have the best sheets or, you know, like car is running. I don't know. whatever. <laughs> or, or your grandmother, the, the pillows is, are off your grandmother's right? living room floor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but whatever it is, you're, you're setting it up so that it's perfect, but then it's never perfect. It's not even close to perfect. It's weird. It's awkward. And you got to chalk that one up to figuring shit out and then make the perfect situation. Get blood on your White Sox jersey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, true story. Anyway. <laughs> it is great that they could separate the practice moment and what they consider their first their time. Their real first, yeah. And that their real first time was so exceptional that it was what shot them off in the lifestyle. Because I honestly couldn't imagine the club without Ryan and Claire. Where would they be without Ryan and Claire? Everybody has a Ryan and Claire. I, I feel like every club has to have a Ryan and Claire. You, you hope so. You hope so. For For a club to be successful, you'd need to bring a Ryan and Claire in. I mean, the and amount I of stories think, I hear about other clubs, I feel like there's a Ryan and Claire everywhere. That comes to the thumb in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely things that should be discussed prior to giving it a go. And even in this scenario, I mean, if it wasn't discussed beforehand and you're mid-play, that's not necessarily something you just try out to see if, <laughs> if now, it's a go or not go. Now, had Claire said, stick your thumb in my ass... That, that's By what I'm means, saying. Go for it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, there can be some feeling out of the situation before the whole, yeah. you know, insertion part. <laughs> there can be like, oh, there's it's, a little pressure here. Let's see how she reacts. Well, even so, that, I don't. I see. I don't know. We're gonna creep towards it. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be a lead up before. I, I hear you. Can't be. And hell, maybe lick it a little too. You know, just test the waters the right way if you're gonna yeah. test waters, but. <laughs> What other things should be discussed before? I mean, yeah, technically everything should be discussed before trying, but... Yeah, but I mean, your first time out practicing, you don't really necessarily know what you're supposed to be discussing. Well, I mean, this wasn't the other couple's first rodeo. It's... No, but it was Claire and Ryan. And I think, unfortunately, when you have an experienced couple and a couple who's not so experienced, the experienced couple kind of ends up taking the lead inadvertently because they just have done this a couple times. So typically they're more comfortable. So you just have a couple who has done this before and maybe his thumb and other girls' asses worked out well for him in the past. And maybe his wife actually encourages it, loves it. And- yeah. To him, maybe it wasn't a boundary thing. Maybe he was doing what he thought girls like. And hey, I, I like that too. <laughs> I mean, you got to spit on it before you put it in, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. 